Hi, Adam. Hi, Trey. Welcome to a bonus episode. Bone. These are, I love these, honestly, and I was very excited for this one in particular. You were. I was very, I, I, I love this episode. I love the show. I love this episode. And, um... Yeah, more importantly, I chose it because it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So the, you had never seen this show before. The, the, you know, this is, so the show is Dead End Paranormal Park. You mm-hmm. had never seen it before. No. What did you think? Seems like a show. You didn't like it? It was fine. There was clearly some plot things, which is sure. honestly one yeah. of my favorite things about just jumping into something like this is that like I was just like, oh, seems like there's some plot going on here. Yeah. I mean, yes, we like that. Shockingly enough, in a, a show that we watch, plot happens. Um, I really like this show. Um, it's silly. It's silly. It's it cute. It's a kid. Sh- it's a. It is. It is a kid show. Let's dive into it. I'm going to talk a little bit about the you know the people that are involved. Um, so this was created by um, Hamish Steele. Mm-hmm. Um, he so he. Wrote the graphic novel that this is based on. Oh, yeah, huh. and and you know Netflix uh, produced it. Um, this was, I mean, this was twenty last year, twenty twenty two is when um, the season came out. Uh, two seasons, and fortunately, like I think, like last week, it was announced that it's canceled and they're not going to have a season three, which was really disappointing. Um, well, it's on Netflix, so yeah. Well, that I was like, I mean, the fact that you got two seasons is great, but I, I really thought that there was something special about the show, and I was I'm, hoping that it would go on. I'm still upset that Santa Clarita Diet got canceled. I you mean, ever yeah, watched that yeah, show? Yeah, I did watch. Yeah, everybody was really upset about that. I it did ends watch on a it, yeah. cliffhanger. Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, that's the Netflix thing. So this episode, um, this is season one, episode nine, um, titled "Phantom of the Theme Park." Cute name, you know. You know exactly mm-hmm. what's going on here. Um, so uh, let's go da- down the like main cast of characters. Okay. Um, so we start with Barney. Um, this is a gay eighteen-year-old trans boy who has a very complicated relationship with his family, um, and he's voiced by um, Zach Barack. Um, I I wouldn't expect you to know, but really cute fun fact. Um, he was in Spider-Man Far From Home, and uh, he was the first openly trans actor in the MCU move, like universe. MCU universe is, a, is, is redundant. In? I forget the name. It okay. wasn't somebody that I really remember. Like, I'm sure that if I watched it again, I'd be like, oh, there he is. But I don't think it Got was it. like a, a a big part. Okay. Um, next, we have Norma, um, played by um, Cody Kavitha. Norma is a 17-year-old autistic Pakistani-American girl who is obsessed with one of the main characters, Pauline Phoenix, who we'll talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. Someone else that I don't think you would know. Most people, like, wouldn't re- – not not a lot of name recognition. She does a lot of voice acting, um, but very talented. I like her a lot. Um, everyone's favorite – Carol. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's all of our favorite characters. Pugsley – um, this is Barney's dog, who is in fact a pug. I gotta tell you that it took me a embarrassingly long time into the episode to realize that Pugsley was a, a pun. Yeah. I yep. You didn't get that Pugsley is a pug. Took took me a minute. I understood. Like, I uh, those two things existed separately in my head. Like, wow. This is a pug. Its name is Pugsley. Not until like over halfway through was I like, oh. 
There's also that Pugsley third, the pug. like, ha. there's also the third, like, Pugsley from Adam's family. And this yeah. is like a kind of like dark, funny horror. Like, I that was a cute thing. Um, so again, Barney's dog, who is a pug, that's the whole pun, um, was possessed by a very powerful demon king and gained the ability to speak and perform magic. We'll talk about the like the overall plot of this show in a second, but just, you know, keep that in mind. And who is Pugsley played by, which you were able to guess without looking? Alex Brightman. Yes, Alex Brightman. It's very obviously Alex Brightman. Well, when when he sings later, like I, that's when it's very clear. But... Well, especially when he sings in the Beetlejuice voice. Yeah, and he used the Beetlejuice doing voice. The Beetlejuice thing. Exactly. Like it's very it, it was very Beetlejuice-esque. I liked it. But before that, he has a pretty distinct he does. voice. He um, does. I've been following him for right. years, too. So for, for those, you know, if he's a huge Broadway guy, yes. um, been in Glory Days, Wicked, 35mm, Big Fish, Matilda, School of Rock, Beetlejuice, most recently, obviously, Beetlejuice. Um, and if you have not heard of him before, very talented, amazing singer. Yeah. Please look him up. Um, next, we have Courtney, who is a demon who has been banished from hell and disguises herself as a theme park attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, played by, you looked it up, even though you said that you were not going to do these I things, can't but you her looked name. it up. Emily Osment. Emily Osment. Um, yeah. From the th- what? From what I know. Hannah Montana. From yes, from Hannah Montana. Um, Spy Kids, the, the two and three. She was in the, the, not the first one, but she was in the second and third one. Um, And she was also in Young Sheldon. I didn't watch Young Sheldon, but a lot of people watch Young Sheldon. I haven't watched Young Sheldon, but you know how sometimes TikTok will just show you like weird clips from shows and movies every once in a while? Mm -hmm. I did see a clip with her in that show and I was like, oh, it's that girl. Cool. Um, Then we have um, the aforementioned Pauline Phoenix, um, who is an old movie star and singer that she the theme park is after her mm-hmm. very the whole point is that she is like a play on dolly parton yeah like, like the like Picked that up parent dead end paranormal park is a like kind of is it just a theme park of pauline phoenix like dollywood like dollywood exactly you've been there i have been there you took me um a thrilling experience and i, d- I don't think you'll know this person but I, when i when i looked at it, i was like whose voice is that i lo- like I got really excited, and she's voiced by Miss Coco Peru, legendary drag queen. Um, From, um, oh my God, what is that movie called? She's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, she's been enough. around for a very long time. Fair enough. She's Go like, on. Sorry, she's, I don't want to slow yes. your vibe. Yeah. Um, so this episode by, this this episode was co-written um, by uh, Jen Bartikoff. Mostly does kids shows that I really didn't know, but obviously she was brought in for this musical episode. Now, here's the big one. I'm really hoping that you didn't look it up. Um, I didn't, but I got to tell you that it's in the opening credits and I couldn't avoid it. You should have avoided I told you to avoid it. but The opening credits? The show was happening. <laughs> don't, don't read. Don't read it. Um, all of the musical numbers were written by Patrick Stump of yeah. Fallout Boy. Yeah. And he actually does sing a little bit in the opening number, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. And I thought that, like, it was cool that they brought him in for this mm-hmm. to do the music. I, and picked quite, that, I picked that one up. No, you read it. 
Well, I read his name, mm-hmm. and then I heard his And voice. I told you not to, and you did anyway. I'm sorry that I can read. Mm-hmm. So the the this sh- like the kind of like quick background of this show prior to this episode. Again, like we said, it's this Dollywood esque theme park that is haunted by the spirit of Pauline Phoenix, um, who just wants kind of wants like forever youth immortality. She wants to live on in this place forever. I feel um, you, girl. Exactly. Um, and, you know, there, there are ghosts, there are, you know, monsters, and most mm-hmm. of the episodes are very episodic of, deal, like, of our our um, protagonists, Norma, and um, why am I forgetting names right now? Um, Norma and, and Barney um, kind of dealing with all of these hauntings and right. trying to make, they, they work security there. Um, and this this episode is when things start to become less episodic and more, like, one thing flows into the next. Sure. They have been, they are now banned from the park. And that is where we start our episode. So they are sneaking back into the park because they know of Pauline Phoenix's dastardly plan to possess another young heroine and mm-hmm. keep living on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in order to um, try to sneak into the park, Pugsley performs a spell, and it does what? It makes everyone sing. Yes. It makes life a musical, which is, you know, of all the different plot lines to make a musical episode happen, I don't hate it. It works. It's cute. It works for this. And that's when we get our first song at Dead End. Um, Mm -hmm. What did you think of the first, our first song at Dead End? I think all the music is great. I'm just going to sum it up. I think all the music was just fine. It was obviously it. like each one was kind of a play on like a musical theater song. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but most um, of them were. I couldn't place all of them. And that's fine. I like that. Yeah. I think I, that's exactly what it should be. It was all very like Patrick Stump writes musical theater. Yeah. Knockoffs. Which I, I liked love. it a lot. Like I thought the lyrics were very smart. So he's a really good lyricist. Yeah. So he's always been a really good lyricist, right? Like Fall Out Boy is like pop punk for English majors. Um, and so I wasn't shocked that the lyrics were good. The lyrics were very cute. I thought it was recorded really well. You didn't like the recording? What was wrong with it? So this is a conversation that we had when we were watching it. I watched this with Sam, mm-hmm. right? Is that, um, is I mean, it's technically recorded well. And it seems like, People are are singing well, like it's not like auto-tuned to fuck, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But um the and probably this is the conversation we had is is probably partially because Patrick Stump was involved. All of the vocals are produced like a pop punk album, but it's on top of like musical theater tracks so they're all very like bright and harsh um i didn't hate that it's no it's not it's not the worst thing in the world like i've we have already heard worse things in the like four bonus episodes that we've done Mm -hmm. for riverdale riverdale was way (laughs) worse way worse um and even like movie musicals like it's not the worst thing in the world but Mm -hmm. it was a little distracting so Oh, I thought it worked really well. Like Great. it did, cause some cause especially because some of the songs did really have that like punk rock undertone. To some it, of them that did. I really liked. Some of them did. Yeah, 
I think for this song, um, it had that like very quintessential musical sound to it. Oh yeah, it's like an opening track. It's, it's very no. much like yes. Um, this is more, but like I, my my problem with this song is that it kind of gave me musical blue balls, where it was so short. It was like half a song, yeah. And I was just like, I I was expecting more, and it didn't. It just went right into um, down there courtney sings so at dead end is this opening number that like introduces us to the idea that uh-huh. there like life is now a musical then we have down there which is sung, sung by courtney um who which is says, just a mix of uh out there yes. from hunchback mm-hmm. and um oh my god part of your world part of your world from little mermaid yes yep. that's ex- and it uh, it's funny because so courtney's singing about wishing to be back in hell which is uh, i love the like contrast of out there um and part of your world and her uh wanting to go down into hell um and th- that's why like i wrote the song the songwriting was really good i liked mm-hmm. it a lot mm-hmm. and then at the very end um Courtney does the hunchback like yeah, looking she's like out, on the bell tower, the bell like, tower yeah. yes and then realizes that she's like pointing up and then yeah. points oh, back down funny. I thought that was so cute I loved it the orchestration for that was very good I liked the orchestration for it very I I thought that was like this is one of my fa- like again like one of yeah. my favorite songs the the way that they ripped off musical theater songs was amazing really smart amazing. I loved it Cool. So they they are able to sneak into the theme park. Um, I won't bore you too much with like the plot line of this. We're really here to talk about the songs. Um, but Norma, who is Pauline's biggest fan, as we mentioned before, um, her idea is like, well, I'll just aud- like Pauline is holding auditions as a like ruse to like who am I going to possess next. Norma says like I'll audition and I'll I'll get it. She'll possess me, and we already know how to exercise um, demons and ghosts from people. So, like, we're good. And uh, it is noticed that, like, Norma looks nothing like Pauline. So um, Pugsley places a a spell, a glamour, to make her look like Pauline, and then she auditions. So there's this, like, audition kind of quick montage Mm -hmm. where we get the, like, a really funny... Somebody starts singing Let It Go, mm-hmm. and the Miss Coco Peru is, Pauline is like, oh, God, no, anything but that. Mm-hmm. Next. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. And then Norma comes in and sings My Frankenstein. Very pop mm-hmm. punk. Very, like, very Avril Lavigne bo- vibes. Very, it's pop song. It was very punk. <laughs> it was very, like, pop, it was pop punk. Tell me how it was like. It to me, I I heard it and I was like, oh, that's that sounds like an Avril Lavigne number, like early two thousands. Eh. You're giving me nothing. I mean, here. it was. You're, yeah, ju- you're it, almost it, proving my point. No, with how it was a little. It was a, you're giving. You know, when I think pop punk, I think like a ton of guitar and there was, was a ton it, of guitar. It was a lot of. It was, it was a fair guitar. amount. It was so, fine. My favorite part of that number is the very obvious like chorus line music in the mirror reference mm-hmm. yes 
I also really enjoy the two guys. Who, this is the smallest little background detail. The two guys who randomly move the mirror on stage. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing that happened in the entire episode. Just two guys just like randomly walking on stage with just this like kind of like blank expression, just putting down this giant mirror during this person's audition. That's hysterical. And do you know why it's so funny and why it's perfect for this community theater podcast? Mm. That is vacuuming the sand. <laughs> that is vacuuming the sand if I have ever seen it. Yeah. Animated. animated. Like made yeah. that animated choice. I, I loved it. I liked this song. I actually wrote like in my notes, I'm like, this is a banger. I love this. It was so much fun. It's about, it's her, her song is about how much it means. It starts as like, how much it means to actually be performing in front of her idol and then the conflict of, but you're actually a monster and mm-hmm. I hate you for that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with that amazing number and her looking exactly like Pauline, um, Pauline says, like, I want her in my dressing room right now. Mm-hmm. Goes up um, and Norma and Pauline meet and that is when we get the Phantom of the Theme Park song. Obviously, it like clear ripoff of yeah. Phantom of the Opera. I really Loved like it. the like, bah, yeah, ba 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 Yes, they like they literally like. What? How can we just like dance around these notes yeah. without like breaking yeah, any amazing. copyright infringement or anything? Um, they meet. It's a great number. Think very much. Think Phantom of the Opera, um, where Norm like uh, Pauline possesses Norma in this, um, just yep. a, according to plan. Um, and then it is revealed that Courtney, like in this song, Courtney sings about, um, how she is working with Pauline to, um, help Pauline, like help Pauline get a new body and Pauline will send her back to hell Mm -hmm. where, where her home is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, you know, it's, it's revealed to Barney and Pugsley, this revelation, then Pauline goes and confronts. Uh, Barney and Pugsley, they try to cap the way to exercise a ghost from a human is by taking their picture. They're trapped in the picture. They try to do that. Courtney jumps in the way, stops them. But we can tell that Courtney is a little bit conflicted because these are her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so Barney gets Barney and Pugsley get captured and locked away. They are locked up by. Another worker at the park, Boz, who Barney has had a crush on for this mm-hmm. entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when and Pugsley says, like, why don't you flirt with him to get him like you you like him? Get him to unlock the door by, you know, professing your your feelings for him. And that's when Barney sings Just Some Guy, the best second act love song i've ever heard the wow. only one that's been done well it wow. was up it's an upbeat love song about his crush uh-huh i don't like second uh, for anybody that knows me i don't like second act love songs and mm-hmm. you and i disagree on that i don't like i'm them. ambivalent to them sure um i heard like it, even though it was upbeat i heard hits of i can hear the bells did you oh, feel that sure okay i got i got that vibe from it um Again, very cute song. Barney does tell Boz his feelings and everything about Pauline. Boz feels the same way. This is the kind of you know young queer love that we love to see representation of. Um, and they make a plan to date. They say, let's go for a movie. Anything but a musical. 
And I'll be honest, even if my like my life had turned into a musical and then I got a date, I'd be like, no, I'd still like to see a movie musical. I'm still down. But I don't think Boz is me. Would you? I don't. Uh, Your life is a musical and you like for, for like a day. My life is a musical. No, it's not. For like a day. And I don't know. Would you want to see a movie musical? Sure. Again? Okay, perfect. I'm not the only one. As long as it's not Cats. I know we have differing feelings I, on cats. I, I know. I don't want to make any enemies. I no. I liked it. I liked Adam the movie. Liked the I liked the movie. movie. I it had its flaws, uh, listen, but overall, what I, I liked said it. Was the 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 biggest detractor of that movie was that it was a really good production of cats. It. We don't have. Maybe this is this is season two. We're talking about it <laughs> season two. That's like my anything I don't want to talk about right now. We're putting it in season two. Oh my god. Um. Cool. So. Um, now they are out, and um, Pauline has started the big finale show that she is putting yep. on. Um, she's still possessing Norma, um, and she starts the show out with, and I want to be very clear about this, I think it's funny, again, because Coco Peru is mm-hmm. a drag queen. She starts it off with a dip, what a lot of people call a death drop. Mm-hmm. Not we. I don't call it a de- death drop. It is a dip. Because the whole death drop thing comes from ballroom, and there are no death drops in ballroom. They are spins and dips, so it is a dip. Okay. That's my little. That's my little hill. Interesting. Got to got to protect the culture. Huh. Um, and then we get the from this number, we get the Phantom of a Theme Park reprise, which like correct love that we're we're doing reprises. We're doing in this. a reprise. They're actually yep. like the rest of this is just no, no, not all of this. A lot of this is reprise. A lot of it is. Reprise. A lot of it is reprise. Um, where in it, Courtney performs this, a spell to like mm-hmm. bring um, Pauline Phoenix completely alive again. Um, and we also notice that Barney's family is also in the audience. That uh, it doesn't really matter in the long, like in this episode, right. but there is a complicated history oh, okay. there. Um, and that's why it was important to me. Um, Barney does stop Courtney from completing the spell and kind of talks some sense into her and says, if Pauline was so powerful enough to send you back to hell, she would be powerful enough to read the spell on her own without you. Mm. So she is playing you, girl. Um, And so Courtney realizes that, confronts Pauline, and just as they're about to fight, Pugsley stops the two of them using magic. because he doesn't want Courtney to hurt Pauline because Pauline is, again, Norma this entire time. Right. Um, but, because again, Pugsley, is, like I mentioned before, possessed by a demon king, um, mm-hmm. uses too mm-hmm. much power, mm-hmm. and the demon king comes back mm-hmm. and, and takes full possession of Pugsley in probably, like, the best number oh, for sure. of the show, of the entire episode, Driver's Seat. Which I, I looked it up, and uh, Patrick Stump and Hamish Steele wrote that in like two days. It was like a last minute edition, and is the best song. Loved sure. it. Sure, sure. That's not shocking. You didn't. That's a like, great. That's a, it's you, a great song. Yeah, I loved it. Was it was fun. Yeah, it, it was. Very, just, it had that like was, big band feel it to it. It was just a cut Beetlejuice number. Is it what it, it, it really like. was a cut Beetlejuice number. Um, but uh, this is like all Alex Brightman. Yep. It is the 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 battle between Pugsley and um, the Demon King uh, Tama Lucas 
who are fighting over control of the body, and Alex Brightman sings both as Pugsley and right. Tomalukas. Obviously, he's doing the Beetlejuice voice for Tomalukas. Um, it does, like I mentioned, it does have this like cool big band. Like, th- real if you've heard the um, Beetlejuice album. It's a be- like listen to that. It's a Beetlejuice song. It really is. Ultimately, Tama Lucas wins and discovers through this that because he's more powerful, that Pauline is actually Norma. Um, Tama Lucas wants to be the HBIC of this theme park, and so casts Pauline out of Norma and sends her. We don't know where, and maybe we care in the next episode. That's when. Um, we get a reprise of Driver's Seat along with a reprise of Down There. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we where uh, Tom Lucas opens the doors of hell to bring out some demons and his sister, Zagan, who also sings and is voiced by, you no. know, MJ Rodriguez. Michaela oh. J. Rodriguez did wow. the voice of Zagan. That's yeah. cool. Cool. I they got like really good yeah. voice actors. I'm really they did. yes. Um I'm gonna skip some of this. It doesn't I'm I, I will talk about the relationship between Barney and his parents later because it, it's the reason why I even started watching. But stuff happens there that's not really important to the episode. Um Courtney tells Zagan, who's like it it's Zagan and Tom Lucas now that are kind of like taking control of everything. Courtney tells him, like, oh, actually, it was me that did all of the spell casting. You're welcome. Right. Um, and then she does a, that's when the um, down there reprise starts with Courtney and says, like, please forgive me for any sins that I have, or any, I guess, not sins that got me cast right. out of hell. Um, I want to go back. That's my home. Right. And then Zagan reveals, like, the whatever cat like cast you out it wasn't done by demons it was done by angels and like we don't give a shit about angels so freeze courtney and allows courtney to go back to hell um although courtney does feel conflicted about leaving norma and barney she does leave anyway which like i'd probably do the same to be honest um you would go back to hell it's my home Listen. We know. <laughs> um, then Zagan turns everybody into stone except for Norma and Barney. And like that's where we end with a final reprise of At Dead End and Down There. Courtney singing about going, like pressing the button to go down to hell. And Norma and Barney singing about how like this is a really bad, like this is ending on a very bad note mm-hmm. before the final episode of the season. But you know what? That's just how it is at Dead End. Amazing. I loved this episode. I love this show. It was a lot of fun. I love this episode. I think this is, I do really think anybody with young children should watch this with them. Um, the re- So uh, normally this isn't something like, I would probably have never even started watching this. Um, but Netflix like did a preview. I saw like, I just saw a preview. Sure. And it's, it, the scene was really impactful to me. The scene that they showed was Barney out to dinner with his parents and his little brother. And it is revealed like, you know, it is revealed that um, Barney's grandmother do, does not accept him 
and does not use proper pronouns and dead names him a lot. And um, obviously this upsets Barney and Barney's parents don't do anything about it. They kind of just like, well, that's grandma. What do you want us to do? And just doesn't feel defended. So the the moment that I said I'm watching this full thing was a really powerful line that I'd never really thought about before. And I, I hope it's as impactful to everybody else. But Barney's parents say, like, we accepted you. We, like, we use your proper pronouns. We use your proper name. What more do you want from us? And he says, you're my parents. Acceptance is the minimum. And that sure. really, uh, like, something that I, I, I hadn't really heard before, A. And B, not from a children's show. Right. And I was very, I was just like, wow, no, I'm watching this whole thing. Yeah. And it turns out, like, what a great cast. It has a musical episode. Right. Like, this was a, a, hidden, a, a nice, like, gem Little for hidden me. hidden gem, yeah. I love, the, the representation is amazing. Sure. Queer people telling queer stories. I love it. Um, I can't sing its praises enough. Watch it. Yes. Everyone... Wait, are we going to rate it? We have yeah, to rate it, yeah. right? You go well, first. You, um, oh, I went back and forth a lot with this. I, and when I say back and forth, I mean 8.5 versus 9. Um, I, 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 points are knocked off because it's an animated show. So choreography is not a thing that we can comment on. Animating choreography is not as difficult sure. as live action choreography. Sure. And I felt that it relied a lot on reprises when it could have done new sh- new songs. Yeah. But other than that, these songs were fantastic. They were really good. They were really well done. They had a really good musical aesthetic to it. Yep. Um, and they got they got a really great songwriter. They got Patrick yeah. Stump, who did a great job. Good old, and everybody sounded good. good. I thought it like I, I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah. yeah. yeah Any other I, reasons? No, I just same reasons as me. I'm, I'm holding back on the on the high scores. I don't know why. I mean, I already know what what my ten is going to. Girl, I've known this. I know what your time, ten yeah. is going to. Um, but yeah, uh, this that's probably the highest I've given oh, a same. show so far. Same. This is great. Um, yeah, it was really enjoyable. It it's was a, a great lot of fun. yeah, great bonus episode it. to end the season on. Would you like to pick oh, our yeah. first our our next that's musical right. episode? For season two. All right. I have to do this live right now. Yes, which means you're going to have to scroll through. That was the last one on the list. You're going to have to scroll through so much, so many notes. You're going to have to like really pay attention because it's a lot of notes. This is what research and note taking looks like. I don't understand. I know you don't. Except for the one time I tell you not to look stuff up and not research it. That's immediately what you do. You know what I should do? I should say like, don't. Write the um, outline for the next episode. Yeah, don't you, like, there's, but there's there's no chance of that happening. You said that the last time. Um. All right. Hold on. What do we got? We've got what, quite a lot. What could we end the season? No, no, no. On? Starting season two. Starting on. season because you, chose the, fir- you season chose the first. You chose the first one of season one, right? You're right. And we're. You're I'm right. not. We're not ending this on an uneven, especially when you have the worst picks. Oh, well, we have to start the season then. What are you do- No, what are you doing? With I don't like your Riverdale fly. season 3 episode 16. You're not serious. I'm dead serious. Are you serious? We're starting with Riverdale again. It's going to be awful. Nobody's going to watch. It's no gonna one's going to listen. Great. Which one is that? 
I don't know. Oh, season three, episode 16? I'm going to look it up right now. I just need to, like, Spoilers. prepare myself. Spoilers? L- listen. Um, we already know what the three are. Hold on. I forget. Because um, I don't want to remember. Season. There's some things I just don't want in my brain. Three musical episode. Oh, um, let me just double check. It's. Can it just say somewhere? I think it's um. This is the most thrilling thing we've ever. Oh, it's 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 Heather's. Oh God, it's, it's Heather's. So it's the Heather's I can't episode. Wait. Whew. I can't okay. Wait. This is on you. You always choose the yeah, bad ones. I know. I was going to choose something else, but I just, well, to start mm. the season. I... Can you choose that after mine? Yeah. Okay, great. Is it good? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. I, I got the next one all all locked and loaded. Okay. But we, I mean, we started last season. We started the bonus episodes on Riverdale. I feel like it's only right for season two. I thought we would have to wait a lot longer. No, I enjoy how bad it is. Okay. Like, I don't enjoy it, but I enjoy how awful it is. Sure. Oh, it's going to be bad, Adam. Can we watch it together? No, yes. you can, No, we can't watch it together because I pause and take notes and research ahead of time. I don't think you can deal with that. Oh, God. Do you want to do, do the research and take Don't do no, the research I and won't. don't take notes don't, for you this don't have, one. You don't have to worry about that because I won't. Great. Do the bare <laughs> minimum as per usual. That's right. <laughs> All right, until next time, bye, Adam. Bye, Trey.